What's good, Footy Culture fam? My name is Matthews, a.k.a. Matt, Matozinho. Hey, boy, today, coming at y'all with another episode of the Footy Culture Podcast. Once again, I'm joined today by Dan. How's it going, everyone? We're back in the studio again. Mm-hmm. Let's get it going. Let's go. We got a man like Chris. What's up? <laughs> What's that from again? I don't remember now. Oh, it's from a uh, scary movie. Is it? Yeah. 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 All right. And like Jimmy? Back on the couch, man. Yes, Playing sir. musical chairs out here, man. Every week. It seems like Don't it. know where you're going to find me. Exactly. Last but not least, man like Jay. How's it going? Back in the chair. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, boys, start off with uh, some prem talk. We'll talk Manchester United on hot form. Ended up winning 2-0 against Leeds. Super hot. Super hot form. Man like Marky Rashford with a goal. Doing what he does best. How many is that now in the league? Uh, I think it's 13, 12 or 13 in like 15 games. I'm not in the league, though. I'm not too sure. 12 goals right now in the league. In the league, but he's been scoring in the first 15 games, which includes like cup games cups, yeah. and like whatnot. It's crazy, man. He's so since since form. since the World Cup, he's just been in like hot form. So he just like turn it on like right after the World Cup, or is like yeah, Ten Hag like finally like um, unleashing him. Well, also Ronaldo, right? Leaving, we need to find this goal scorer, right? Rashford Brazil wasn't playing up top unless Ronaldo wasn't playing which he wasn't seeing minutes either but just I feel like the team is a lot like relaxed now there's not much controversy going in the change room Rashford knows his place you know he's a guy finish the goals as much as he got Waghorst up there but Waghorst is a good player to play neck alongside with yeah brings the defenders with him especially with his goal too because he got the, uh, the crossing from Shaw and a beautiful header in. So, like, the defenders did obviously pick up Whitehorse first. He's the bigger man. But Rashford, man, he's scoring a header. And I think he scored a header last game, too, against Leeds. So, mm-hmm. he's he's in a good form. And then Garnacho scoring the second goal as well. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate we didn't get the three points in the first game against Leeds midweek. But we got them away, which is good, too. Mm-hmm. But, no, we're in good form. I think we're also the first, like, the best team in the league with, like, uh, home games. Really? The best home record? Best home record. Fortress. Yeah, it's actually City, mm-hmm. or oh, I think it's um consecutive, because Arsenal and United both have twenty six points at home. Mm-hmm. City have thirty one. It might be consecutive then. Okay, okay. Most consecutive home run. Fortress, bro. Mm-hmm. Stadium, Stadium of Dreams. Theater it's the it's the defense, man. Maguire. Varane <laughs> <laughs> and Martinez were given rest because they played midweek. Yeah. And then we play this week. That we played uh, this weekend. Obviously, they're gonna rest, and we have Europa League midweek. So, like, these guys need rest, man. They've yeah. been playing a lot of the games. And then Maguire, too, like, okay, just throw him in there, hopefully. <laughs> he has Sean next to him, too, which is doing good as a center back, right? That's interesting, right? Who would have thought that would happen? Well, Ten Hag likes his left footers on the, on the left side, right? So, And Shaw's proven himself that he's done it before really well. But just when you're next to Maguire, man, I feel like everyone kind of, like, nervous. Yeah. And even De Gea playing a lot in the back, too, because, like, Leeds were pressing us really high. He had a good game. Leeds were pressing us really high in the first half. So, yeah, no, Maguire was doing a couple mistakes, and I think Ten Hag near the end of the game was like, hey, let's toss Martinez in, because I think we were still draw 0-0 at that point. And um, since, like, Leeds were just pressing us, we're like, we need to get the ball out of our area, like, more efficiently and much better. So, Maguire wasn't, like, doing it, so he pushed out to the right, to the left, sorry, and then we put Martinez in, and then just, we started going up that way, and then we started scoring goals. But, no, man, we're good. We have Leicester next weekend. But the big game is obviously this week during for Barcelona. That's going to be a tough Maybe one, bro. Europa League. It's going to be interesting. A tough one, bro. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully the team with the red wins. Red? Yeah. I think I think they play at home first. We do. Is it? Or Barca? I think the first game's at the new Camp, bro. Oh, God. Mm. It's going to be interesting. The way at the new Camp's always tough. So, Spotify Camp like, New. You, you brought up Rashford. In my opinion, if you're talking about on-form demons, in-form attackers right now, I think Marcus Rashford and Kivicha Kvaristelia are the two best on-form players in the world at the moment. Wrong. I raise you. And yeah. I say another player on Napoli, a yeah, man like Victor Osimen. Yeah, Osimen. Number yeah. one, bro. He's what? Top scorer in Serie A? Yeah. With what, 18? 18, 18 games, goals? 17 goals, to uh, three assists. Some light, bro. It's good. Because I know Kvara, I think he also has, what, double digits, I believe? Or just about approaching double yeah, digits in the league? 10, 10. Which is phenomenal for him. You know, a young player coming in from, you know, not a big team and just making an impact mm-hmm. like that on Napoli. 
after replacing uh, Insigne and Malik Mertens. He's been he's been doing well, but Malik Osiman, he's been that talisman. Yeah, I agree. We had a conversation before about who would be better or who's the better player between Tammy, Vlaovic, and Osiman. A lot of people were saying Osiman, man. A lot of guys are saying, oh, probably Vlaovic. One guy said maybe Tammy, but... Hey, it still could be Vlaovic, man. Still? What do you mean, bro? 13 games, 8 goals. Yeah? This year. Is he, your, just... is he your pick for the most informed attacker right now? Hottest no, attacker not, right now? I don't know, but if, if, if you put Vlaovic on the Napoli team, we'd be talking different. So who's your what pick? Who's your pick? Best, like most talented? It's Vlaovic. Not most talented. Hey, but the most informed right now is Osiman. Are you saying... Osiman's more talented. I'm saying if I'm saying Vlaovic was on that team, he'd he'd be absolutely. Well, Osiman's more talented. If well, keeping no, he's, thousand, he's not. Bro. He is, bro. Over Rashford too. Osiman? No, he's just more more informed. He's not more talented than Rashford. He's not. Matthew's a big Osiman fan. Man, but the difference is the difference is one plays in the Premier League, the other plays in the. No, in no, Osiman would do it in the Premier League too. <laughs> not not at this rate, man. I <laughs> think so, bro. Come you're, on, you're, you right. overhyped the Premier you, League bro, so you, much. I'm sorry, one. You're, you're literally how many points ahead of second place? It doesn't matter. You can't yeah, hype that, up. One plays in the Premier League, one plays. It doesn't matter. The rest of the league is trash. Because you got you got you got players that come from different leagues and they they still cook in the other league. Who? I can't give you one. Talk. Give me a who? Holland. Okay. What do you mean? It came from... He's kind of different. Man, that's though. like literally an outlier. He's actually a robot. <laughs> you can't compare how... Anything, he started scoring. He scored more. He's scoring more goals now. Yeah. Man, man. You, you the can't. Premier League defense is overrated. What do you mean you can't? You just compared but, it. Yeah, but you're literally naming the like the the, the best like striker right now in the world for goals scoring. <laughs> Give me a team. I got think. I can't think of the teams. Uh, Who's Chelsea striker? Havertz. Havertz was... It was fine. He's doing what are you talking what? about? I'm trying to think of the What's teams. What's Bud Wafflet about, bro? <laughs> I just literally said I'm trying to think of teams. It's not going to work. Liverpool, who they have as their striker. Yeah, no one, on the no one good. It's literally just everyone's shit, though. Yeah. <laughs> They've got shit strikers in this league. Tough, bro. Osman's talented, though, man. He might, he might be the hottest attacker right now. Him or Rashford or Colomwani. Oh, that's a good show. You know me, man. Man, like Randall? Randall no man, he's talented, man. 10 goals, 9 assists in the league now. 19 GA. Tops the league. Yeah. And he's been doing his thing since the World Cup. And for a player that came in off a free transfer from Nantes, that probably has to be, in my opinion, the best business of the summer. Yeah. For On him. a free transfer, That'd who is there, this bro. guy? And then now, you know, 19 GA, about halfway through the season. Talent, man. I'm, I'm going to dispute that. I think yeah? Kavada Stelli is the best business of the summer. You think? Yeah. Why? 10, 10 mil from, what, the Georgian League? Mm-hmm. And his team's top of the table. It wasn't the Georgian League. Came from Russia. Came from Russia. Ruben Kazan. Russian Either league. way. Small <laughs> club. Yeah. No, I don't think he was at Russia when they got him. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was. He was he, yes, he was. I think he left for a year. No, he wasn't. Okay. Anyway. Nonetheless, um, yeah, he's top of the table. I'm pretty sure he's hovering around 20 GA on the season. Great business. He, If he's not on this Napoli team, they're not first place. You think? Yeah, 100%. You don't think Osimhen can do it alone? No, because they would have been first place last year. Not necessarily. Uh, it's a different team, team, different team man. Not necessarily, bro. Like the whole league was different. The league was different. You, you think they're still first place without Kavada Stelia? It's hard to say. What is he showing? Where he came from? Oh, he's showing the team. Dinamo, Dinamo Batumi. Wow. <laughs> so you guys are blasting me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, no, I did. I knew you were <laughs> Thank right. You. These guys, yeah. these guys always love being wrong. Hey, man. Sometimes I'm wrong. But yeah. Nothing but cap. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way Napoli are first place without Cavada. But you can say the same thing uh, about Osiman. The games, yeah, they, yeah. The games not... that they didn't have Cavada this season, they still won, but not convincingly. With Cavada, they went convincingly. Well, yeah, with another like world-class player mm-hmm. at his time, obviously, you know? Yeah, like the, well, team, the team going forward looks a little bit off. They still get the dub. But yeah, they... They're, they're a different monster with Cavada. But even earlier this season when Olsiman was hurt and Raspadori or Simeone played, they still looked very dangerous. I think the team is, as a whole is just yeah. performing at a, at a different level. Not like they have, they have bad depth. You know, They got no. good players off the bench too, right? Even the yeah. midfield. Too. Zielinski and Dombele. And the other guy. Zambo and Gisa. Lobotka. Lobotka is probably the best one. Yeah, but that depth is elevated by these star attackers. Yeah, it is. They won't do it without him. And with having like Lozano come off the bench, Politano, they have they have a lot. Yeah, they got a good depth. Man. They're a good team. They're the best team in in the city. Yeah, yeah, oh, easily, obviously. So who's your player, Chris? At Osiman. Osiman. Yeah. Who's your player? I'm saying Rashford. Obviously. Rashi. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, that's good though. 
Yeah, no, I'm excited. It's going to be a good game this Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good game. We'll see. We'll see. He's keeping quiet over there. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, you have two teams in super hot form, like two coaches, like, with, like, you know, good philosophies and good ideas. And, like, I think I'm happy that both teams kind of have their, like, shit together. Yeah. No, you're not. No, they, what do you mean? We don't want to see Barca being good. No, like they have their shit together. Like Chavi was struggling at the beginning of the like when he first started. Same thing with Ten Hag. But like both teams are like in good form. I think both teams are healthy unless Dembele is injured. No. Yeah, he is. Him and Busquets. Yeah. The first. So team. like they have a couple injuries, but I think we're both teams are fairly have our full best squads. Yeah, for the most part. For the most part, and then I feel like it's gonna be interesting. And it's, if they're playing at Camp Nou, we'll see how that goes. But fudge, it's kind of crazy because yeah. I remember like it was. Probably like a year ago or maybe even a little over a year ago, I remember we had a debate. Who would yeah. you rather take over? Yeah. United or Barca? Mm-hmm. In their current state. In their current state. Everyone was talking about how United are an old team and they're kind of on the decline and Barca are this young, budding, a lot of budding stars. And now they're facing up in the Europa League. The only guys that, it's kind yeah. of crazy, man. I think we're the Barca fans. <laughs> what did Chris say? Were you supporting? I, I said Menu. Yeah. I forget what, what I think. It's still a better situation for Barca. No, <laughs> I know, similar. I know that, but like, it's just it's pretty crazy how like now they're playing head to head, and both teams have made considerable progress from where they were at that point. Yeah, because at that point they both kind of looked down and in, in, not down in the dumps, but like definitely wasn't you know the Barca and the Man U that we're used to seeing. I know? think the the thing that Man U has over like Barcelona right now, I guess, is that their, their signings were better for their team. Compared to like what Barca signed, you think so? Because I don't know, man. Barca signs have been pretty amazing, bro. You so have you man like Kunde that slotted in perfectly. Yeah, no, Kunde, right back yeah, Kunde back. is good. Yeah, for sure. You had Barca getting arguably the better Chelsea transfer in Christensen, who's also been phenomenal at the back. But then he was also weak at the beginning because he was also getting injured. Alonso at the beginning, too. but now yeah. slotted in like 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 a glove, you know. But then you have uh, Rafinha, who's still like, yeah, uh, he's a little wishy washy. Chelsea doesn't well. play. Cassie's been no, he's been playing. He's recently gonna, now he's play this Thursday because of Busquets. He played well his last game and yeah. then the game before that too. So and is, how is Lewandowski the striker that he was when he was playing for Bayern? Not really, no. Huh. But like I feel Different like boy. United got it. Casimiro, I think he elevated our team. Just one player elevated our team drastically because we've always been missing like that CDM role. And what two players couldn't do, like he did by himself, like Tommy and Fred. But surprisingly, Fred is doing a good job. When he was next to Sabitzer on the weekend, and I think he up man of the match, and when he's next to Casemiro too, like they're doing well, especially Eriksen too, good signing, but he's injured now, and then like Martinez, like you can't say anything, he's just one probably one of the best center backs in the league. Yeah, he's out there, bro. Just for his height, like people say, oh, he's short, he's short, but no, man, he uses, he knows how to use his body. He's nuts. He's crazy. Yeah, no, it's gonna be exciting. What are what are the betting favorites? Yeah. So right now, from what I can see here, uh, Barca are actually favorites. Right now, mm-hmm. minus 134. Are they playing at home? United at plus Probably, right? That's why. 333. So you make some decent money if you're favoring United. But Barca, heavy, heavy favorites. Probably because they're playing at home. But based on that, who are you guys locking in? Man. You know. <laughs> I was going to say. You know who... <laughs> Each supposing team fan's gonna say it, yeah. right? The United fans gonna say United, Barca fans gonna say Barca. Maybe he says a draw. Uh, I don't know. Draw for both. It's tough because <laughs> Barca are missing two, you know, key players. Like they don't really have them belly replacement for Busquets. Kessie kind of you know slotted in a little bit, but obviously he's not a Busquets replacement. But he's done pretty well. But I don't know. Like despite missing both of them, I think I, don't know, I think Barca could still do it. Like they're at home, they got that home field advantage. They have like the best record in top five leagues in Europe for best like defensive record. Only seven goals conceded throughout the whole season, so I think it'll be difficult for United to score. Uh, you know, Rash has been on form, but I feel like Barca is gonna play Araujo at right back to stop Rashford, just like they do with Vini when they play Madrid. And so I don't know, man. It'll be a, it'll be a close one, but I think Barca will just edge it at home. I'll say like two one at home for Barca. That's what I think. I'll say United, obviously. But, again, I feel like it's definitely going to be a battle between both sides. Like, I can see a draw. Yeah. But it's just the quality of form, and then especially because we have Casimiro back for that game. I think we'll be able to control the midfield a little bit better. I know De Jong is still quality. He's, know, found his, he found, he's found his, like, he's found his gamer, like, back in form again. Having locked him, bro. And then um, 
Pedri too, but Pedri, I think, like, I don't know, is Kessie going to be able to hold that midfield defensively? Yeah, because it'll be him and, yeah. and De Jong as, like, the pivots, and then yeah. Pedri and Gavi just ahead of them. And, you know, Pedri's been scoring goals. Mm-hmm. He's added goals to his locker. Gavi's doing his thing, you know, just playing that left half space. And then, bro, like, De Jong's been unlocked under Xavi. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not scared, like, regarding the midfield department. He's not scared. And then, know. like, Bar- like bro, like, low-key United, <laughs> low-key United been Rashford and Anshala. If we're keeping it a no, thousand. No, but I don't if think so. If we're keeping so. a thousand. Low-key, no. it's been Rashford and Anshala. I don't think so. Low, low-key, bro. I think he's just been able to find the space in the in the best, obviously, positioning-wise. He's been, He steps it up when he needed. Last game, we were down 2-0 in the midweek turns leads. He scored that first goal, and I think Santa scored the second goal. But, like, when you need him, like, he'll score. Same thing with this weekend. Like, we needed him to score because we were drawn to, like, very late in the game. Comes in and scores. Like, it's not Inshallah because, like, we're not looking for him. Like the, It seems like it, though. No, man. The first half of the game, we're looking for a wet horse. We're look, Rashford is carrying the ball going forward. Like, if anything, like, maybe when during the second half, when, like, the players, the, po- the opposing team, like, is obviously getting slower, getting a little tired, he's still, like, going into plays. He's driving into, 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 the, into the box and everything. So... Him, like, just being a player who, like, just doesn't slow down and, like, is always constantly pressuring to play, I feel like is, like, for sometimes, like, the position kind of, like, sits back a little bit. And it's like, okay, like, it's getting a little, little slower now. But, no, Rashford just keeps going, keeps going. And then, especially with our subs coming in, Garnacho too, he's, he's, he's quality. And Sancho, like, he's getting some minutes now, and he looks a little bit in form as well. He's looking good. And he's a player who can definitely start the game next weekend and kind of keep the possession a little bit because it's going to be a little bit harder for us to keep the possession. And I don't know if Barca really play that high pressure the way we've been playing. No, bro. Up Barca's press this season has been insane. I, I don't know. Insane. Yeah. I, I haven't seen Barca play in a long time. So No, their press has been different this season. You think about the old Barca, huh? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen Barca play because I don't know. I, I see Barca play, they face Mallorca. I'm like, I don't want to watch this. Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Crazy, but man. no, I, it's gonna be a good game. I'm excited. What do you guys think? Uh, I feel, in my opinion, like no, I, not your I, opinion. I think at plus three thirty three, Manu's good money, man. Like the Dumbelli omission hurts. He's a high impact player, high velocity. He's a GA waiting to happen. And at minus one thirty four, I don't like Barca at those odds. As much as I think they could win, I'm gonna throw a bill at plus three thirty three on Man United. That's oh, what you're Bill? Feeling, huh? What? You wildin', bro. A Bill on United? <laughs> nah, bro. You speaking with your heart? No, your look, head? look. At, at plus 333, that's good money. They're, they're heavy underdogs at that point. And like I said, the Dumbelli omission hurts. But will it hurt that and, bad? And, and look, Manchester United do have Casemiro back, as you guys have mentioned. So as much as I'm Visca El Barca, um, I might have to throw a tenner on Man United. Wait, so you went from a bill to tenner, bro? What's next, a dollar? Someone talk some sense into him. That's crazy. <laughs> 10 times 10 equals 100. Dang, That's bro. crazy, man. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I, I agree with Jay. As as the underdog, I'd rather take the underdog in such a close uh, matchup. Is it close, though? It's, it should be a close but matchup. But the odds aren't really saying it's close. Yeah, the odds. The odds isn't always right. Uh, but I'd probably take a, a win or draw for Man United, and probably, I'll probably put money on uh, Rashford getting a goal as well. That's how you're feeling, huh? What are you, Araujo's gonna? Uh, <laughs> he's not. He's not though. What do you mean? He, he does though. it to the best winger in football, Vini. So what? The best winger in football. So he hasn't been the best winger since January. When was the last time they played Barca? They played him in January. There you go. Yeah, he hasn't been good. He's Vini. been. He's been out of form. He's really? Who? Vinny. Vinny. Vinny just won best player at the Club World Cup. Okay, man. Who did they think? Oh, so? It doesn't matter. No. <laughs> <laughs> you you won player of the tournament. Here, who cares? Because that doesn't mean anything. It does. I'm about it does, though. No, it doesn't. Yes, it in, does. in the league, in the does, league he is doing, he's not doing much. I, he's Now, Araujo's going up against probably a top three forward in the world right now. Top three uh, in form, in form. He was doing that against Vini too, who is arguably a top one. It doesn't matter, but this is a completely different player. They don't play the same style. What's different? The complete uh, Vini is a link of play. Rashford's more direct than Vini. You could say the opposite, actually. You could say Vini's more direct than No, he's not at all because link up, he's always linking up with Benzema. Who's Rashford link up with? Nobody. Bro, Vini's 1v1. He's a 1v1 type of player. And then yeah, that's, that's, that's easier to lock down. He's, not, he's actually not more 1v1 than Rashford. He's definitely not one more one. No, he's not. Low key, yeah. No, he's not. Yeah. No, he's not. How? 
How's he more one v one than Rashford? How's Rashford know, just does his everything on his own. Iso ball. He you can say he, the same about Vini. He doesn't though. You can say the same thing. No, he doesn't. How? He just, if anything, he, he he's literally linking up with Benzema most of the time. He looks for Benzema nine out of ten times. Yes. I don't know. I don't think so, bro. Hundred percent. You watch Madrid football every weekend, weekend? Not yeah. weekend, week out, but I watch him <laughs> enough, bro. Yeah, you do. <laughs> he, yeah, he, he he'll, he'll take down, he takes bro. on play. Yeah, of course, he takes on players a lot more than like the average player. But he doesn't take them on more than Is Rashford. Is that not what a one v one player does? Yeah, but not more than Rashford. Rashford, like he's gonna take you on probably ten so. out of ten times. I don't think so. You think? Yeah. You got James. It's crazy, man. I'm gonna come in here, Mister Neutral, like Switzerland, plus three hundred on the draw. I think both teams have been in good form. I think it's gonna cancel each other out. Barca, like Jay said, missing some key players. I think Dembele is gonna hurt. Busquets, I think, is gonna hurt a little bit more quietly. Because uh, I think it's going to give Casemiro free reign in the midfield. And he's going to do his thing. Um, I think both teams will score. Uh, but I think it will end the draw first game. And it's going to make for a very heated return fixture at Old Trafford. Mm-hmm. But for this one, I'm locking in a draw plus 300. It's looking no spicy. Interesting. Yeah, but yeah, let us know what you guys think down below. A little bit of everything there. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of uh, Barca quick, they ended up... Uh, Beating Villarreal to continue that winning streak. 1-0 over the weekend. Man like Pedri getting that goal assist from Lewandowski. A beautiful, beautiful link-up play. Uh, Rafinha, like a nice little pass to Pedri. Pedri won to Lewandowski. And then the finish. Reminded me of that Wilshire finish from uh, that one Arsenal goal. With Giroud? Yeah, with Giroud. Mm-hmm. They did like that passing play. Lovely stuff, bro. But man, Barca's been on fire, bro. Another clean sheet. Another clean sheet. Like... They're staking going for that Zamora trophy. Like, what's going on at the back there, man? What do you mean, bro? What's going on? It's what look, what changed? What this changed? isn't the Barca I knew, man. What's no, going I, on? I'm gonna tell you exactly what changed. I'm gonna tell you exactly what changed. Hot take: Ronald Araujo is the best defender on the planet right now. Mm. On the planet, as a right back, it's a huh? center back. As a right bro. back or center back? Center back. <laughs> That's where he plays. So how's he gonna? Okay. Am I wrong? He's up there. Who's better? Lissandra Martinez plays cricket. You won a World Cup. So that's one player, bro. <laughs> that's one player. But bro, Araujo's been a rock ever since he came back from surgery because he missed uh, his chance with Uruguay in the World Cup. He's been a different beast. Because usually, like, you see when players get injured, then come back from surgery. You know, they take some time to adjust, you know, get used to playing again. But nerves. Bro, he's been a man mountain at the back, bro. Absolutely rock of a player, bro. Like, I celebrate his defensive actions like goals. That's how good he is, bro. Solid player. You guys don't seem disturbed by that statement. Is there a better he's, defender? He's up there. How about, uh, I don't know you guys are going to be, oh, but Botman. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Bremer for a second. No. Botman. Botman, I think he, he's a system player. He's not, though. He's been I in think, two systems and he's been the. But both systems were similar. They're, you know, very low block. The thing is with Araujo, he is. You know, they don't oft- get oftentimes like they don't get packed he, as much as, as Newcastle. But it's a difference when you're just heading the ball out of the box and your your whole team's back. You're in, a, you know, a block of five, a block of four, and you, it's like a team def- defense. Whereas Araujo, a lot of times, like he's one on one with a winger or he's one on one with an attacker, and he has to lock it down because if he doesn't, they're probably going to score. And I think for that, like it's more of an individual talent that he's displaying. And for that, I'd probably say Araujo over Botman just for that reason alone that he's clamping players almost exclusively by himself a lot of times like Matt saying against Vini potentially against Rashford like it's crazy that Xavi's literally moving him to right back just so he can clamp the other team's best winger mm-hmm. and for me like can Botman do that are you going to throw Botman right back no, to clamp a left wing he's just a solid center back the best so in he- the world no, I'm just giving you like a someone that that's been really good right now, like as of right now, like that's been very informed. Bro, so you just throw it through out through out one just for the heck of it. Send Botman for fun. <laughs> with no form. with no context behind it. Just a, yeah, no, he has he's has like the least amount of goals conceded. In, well, Newcastle does, and but he's like the main defender for that team. Okay, that, that's what I wanted to hear. Thanks, oh. that's good context. Oh. Bro, Rahu is Van Dyke levels of talent, bro. Yeah, he has the potential to either match him or surpass him. Because he has it all. He just has to work on his, like, ball-playing ability, which he has been improving under Xavi. Mm-hmm. He has everything else, bro. Pace, power. Like, he's getting smarter, too. Like, he's more intel- intelligent with, like, how he moves and how he plays. He has it all, bro. He has all the tools. 
Just have to be sharpened. I know, like, he's kind of got that aura about him. And I know a lot of people are saying, or this, or that. Just, just say me, he's handsome, just bro. Just you think he's cute. <laughs> but he just does have that aura about him where it's like if you're an attacker, you're almost going in, like, fearing him. Like, if you're on his side, you're like, <sighs> like, you're probably trying to do a wing swap. You know, like, you don't want to come up against him. Like, you'd rather go up against Christensen yeah. or Garcia, whoever else is playing in that team. So I think right now he definitely has that fear factor. Um, but for me, I'm going to throw in a hot one here. Slaughterback. How'd you know, man? Mm-hmm. And, you know, this one here, I'm going to go in at a different angle here. Six goals and assists in 2023 so far from center back. He's putting out this guy. He's like a Beckenbauer regen back there. The way he drives up with the ball, he pings passes. He's been a lot of assists from center back as well. And I think, you know, you don't really see a lot of center backs doing that nowadays. I know Araujo is probably a better defender in terms of, you know, his ability to clamp down players. But I think in terms of like, a ball playing center back and a center back who's able to have an impact on the game going forward. I think right now, I don't think there's anyone better than Schlotterbeck to be completely honest with you. I'm going to keep it a stack because some of the things he's been doing have, have been crazy, man. Like six goals and assists assist from a center back. And don't forget the Bundesliga just started up in the third week of January. It's only been, you know, five or six games. He's putting up a goal or assist every game from center back. Those are striker numbers. Solid, bro. Not I, would, mad with him. I would say Arao's closest comparison is probably Tao. I feel like they, yeah. they're very similar players. He's been very, like, underrated. I feel like Militao's, like, one of those players, like, where he won't get recognition until, like, he goes to the Prem or something. Because people are not putting respect on Militao, He's bro. just flying under so the radar. Good. Like, just so silently good. just doing his thing. Like, he's not making a lot of mistakes. But he's, like, low-key putting clamps, too. It's similar to Araujo, center back, right back. Yeah, like, you know, he kind of floats around like mm-hmm. that as well. But it's crazy, man. It's and the, it, it, the new era of center backs. Is it bad to put Alaba into the mix, even though he's not been healthy? Yes. So it is bad. You just said based he hasn't been, based on what he you hasn't said, been yeah. healthy, but like you didn't allow Botman because he's because he's informed doesn't count. Well, he's mid. You just oh, like threw a bad. solid player. Well, if you're not like, playing, then it yeah. really count it, you know? Talking about in form. And if we're talking about in form, the only guy I could have to dispute with Araho is Min J Kim. Yeah. Yeah, he's been he's another doing his thing too. And call me crazy, but even Bremer. I know Bremer this, Bremer no, that. I, I know I might there. get some hate, hate about that, but I think Bremer is Juve's only good center back. No, Danilo's good. But no, he's not there. <laughs> Danilo's, Danilo's been that captain at the back, bro, yeah. holding it down. But Bremer's solid too, man. He's, he's not there. He's probably just under them. But yeah. You got... Lisandro Martinez? You dying on that hill? The thing is, like, Lisandro is, like, world class for what he does for his height and when everyone slanders him about, but like he's proven that he's able to do it. Like he's just literally a player who can like stop the play. What like about he, Luke Shaw? Luke Shaw is doing not bad, but the thing is like we concede goals. <laughs> we concede goals. That's the thing. Like, it's not like we don't concede goals. You know, we're stopping every single thing that's coming at us. We concede goals. That's the thing. But I like Martinez because he just proves people wrong. And then what he shows on the pitch is like ridiculous compared to like players who like are, you know, way higher, taller than him, bigger than him. And the thing is that he's a good ball player too. So as a center back who is playing next to Varane, playing next to Maguire, who aren't like greatest ball players, and same thing with De Gea, who's also shaky at the back sometimes with the ball playing, like he's able to calm things down a little bit and he's able to like distribute that ball out wide where a fullback can like, you know, step a little bit higher instead of having to sit back, receive a pass and try to like grow that way. But I like the way Martinez plays. Just as a player, maybe not the greatest when it comes to like, you know, Clean, keeping clean sheets next to a player, whoever it is, Varan, whoever it is, but he just, I like the way he plays and he's just proven play, player, people wrong. That's all. Is Martinez your best center back? Uh, yeah. You think he's better than Varan? Yeah. Varan's been kind of declining a little bit. Yeah, he's been. He's been I, I a good player, but I like because Martinez makes so. Varan good and Varan makes Martinez good. They balance they, they each, they other each other well. out. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if Martinez is with Maguire, Martinez is far ahead of the better center back. He's kind of like keeping Maguire in his place. Telling him, like, you know, like, as much as Maguire is a captain and obviously shit, but like when you have Martinez next to you, like the whole team is probably like relaxed a little bit more. Yeah, because uh, the mistakes is one thing. So is yeah. it crazy to put some respect on Chelsea's name, even though Chelsea's <laughs> been complete ass? Hundred percent, bro. Thirty-eight years old, one of the best players or one of the best defenders in the Prem at that too. Crazy man. He's and done. a contract extension. Yeah, yeah. he's on that yeah. list. Chelsea have just been doing them dirty, man. They're. Like, 
Well, I mean, like, he's been playing his part. Like, Chelsea, like, they're not, like, getting blown out. Like, it's like a nil-nil. But you'll, you won't get recognition if, if you're getting it one goal against and you're not winning games. You won't get anything. Yeah, that's the thing. He's maybe just flying under the radar. I think every, the thing is with Chelsea, it's like they've signed so many players that even if they were winning games, like, 1-0, 2-0, 3-0, and they were keeping clean sheets, no one's going to be talking about Thiago Silva because they just signed, like, nine players. But he's on that but list. But it's a great show. Yeah. I think he's probably one of the best center backs in the Prem. IMO world. Bro, the thing about like Martinez though, like it's crazy because like coming into like Manchester, like beforehand, people were saying like, oh, this midget's coming to United. Uh, Lisandro Lannister I hate, coming. I hate yeah. But he proved everyone players. wrong, bro. <laughs> I hate English fans. Proved everyone wrong. It's been so solid for United despite fans. being like, what, 5'8", five, 5'9", five, as a center back too, bro. I like that he's versatile, but like, we don't use them as much as we. I'd like them to like use them as a CDM or as like a wing, like a left back role, like holding. But because he's obviously the best center back we have in the team next to Varane. Yeah. But there, I think there was one time where we had no midfield. Casemiro was out. I think it was against the Leeds game. We had to toss Lindelof into the midfield. It's crazy as a holding mid because we had no other replacements for a holding mid. Did yeah. the job. But he did the job. He was actually not bad. Like yeah. he, he was stepping forward, getting to the box and shit. But like Mart- I want to see Martinez play as a holding mid if Casemiro's not there. But, like, he's just so needed in the back that we can't really pull him out of there. Yeah. They'd rather throw Lindelof holding yeah. than keep Martinez back. As a sub. At least you have that you security have, blanket yeah. at the back. Right? Yeah, you know I mean? Instead of, set, you know, Lindelof set back and Martinez go in the midfield. Because we were still 2-2 at that point. Yeah. It's kind of like closing off the game. But, like, it's just crazy how, like, they still, like, they want to keep him back there. Like, he, don't move that guy ever. When you need him. That's nice. So. And Hag's right-hand man. Yep. Yeah. But uh, I just want to talk about PSG for a little bit here. So PSG lost 3-1 away to Monaco. Uh, that was a bad game. A couple players missing. No Messi, no Mbappe, just Neymar and the lads pretty much and the youths. And they ended up losing 3-1. But apparently Messi and Mbappe being out was a smokescreen. A bit of, uh, you know, tactics from uh, Gaffer there because they will be playing apparently in the Champions League. A bit of mind games. What if they're actually not and they're just saying this to kind of like get double mind game? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know. But the reason I say that is I saw this uh this one account on Twitter, Popfoot. They're very good when it comes to like these stats. And uh they released this table. Uh Europe's top five leagues, which players have the better dribble success rate since 09. And I think you guys would have a difficult time trying to guess who's at least top five, because the top ten kind of blew my mind a little bit. So best dribble success rate since twenty thousand nine. Yeah, two thousand nine. Adele Tarapt. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> like, if you had to guess number one, who would you say? Is it like a known player? Like a- yeah, it's a known player. Wait, I thought, didn't we go through this already? No, this is, this no, is a new thing. This is a different list? Yeah, it's a I different list. Have you heard this about this list before? No, it's different. I've heard like of like different variations of hazard number one. No, no. Is the player still playing today? Yeah. Wasn't it like, I swear, okay, if it's, if, if it's a different list, then it's a different Nine list. out of the 10 players in this list are still playing right now. Really? Yeah. Who who I would think is number one? Messi. Just because you guys are Brazilian, I'm going to say Neymar. No. <laughs> not in the top 10. <laughs> and, you guys, love, top and you guys love to bring up his uh, achievements. What? Not in the top 10. Neymar? Messi, Neymar not in the top 10. Crazy. Messi not in the top 10. Payet not in the top 10. So wait, hold on. What, 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 is, what is it again? Di Maria? What was the stat most again? Successful dribble. So in Europe's top five leagues, completed dribbles success rate since two thousand nine. Completed dribbles success rate. Di Maria, yeah. Di Maria or no? Since two thousand nine. Di Maria not in the top ten. That would mean, that would mean they don't attempt a lot. But when they do, they when do they do, right. they do not it right. necessarily because number two attempted a lot and has a very good percentage. Adama Traore, that's number two. So he has. Oh, yes. Okay, that's believable. He has 1449 dribbles attempted, 1,063 completed. So 73.4% dribble completion rate. So he's just on the pitch to take players on. So he's second on that list, number one. Because half the time, he's literally beating the player, but he stops in the corner. Number one, I brought up (laughs) PSG for a reason. Verratti? Verratti, number one. Since 2009, highest... Successful completed dribble. That makes sense. 77.7%. That's crazy. So 710 attempted, 552 completed. Like a little Iniesta. 
Because when I saw this list, I'm like, Verratti number one, bro? I would have never he's, thought. He's world class. Adama makes sense. Verratti number one? I was like, what? It's like two different kinds of dribbling. Mm-hmm. With one and two. And then number three played for Barca and City. For Torres? No. Yeah. <laughs> Midfielder. Yeah. Midfielder. Yaya Toure. Yaya Toure. Yeah. Wow. 72.6%. Number four, I don't think you guys would guess this. If you had to throw like a random player out there, yeah. I don't think. Give us the league he's playing in right now. Uh, Italy. Domenico Berardi. No. What has he played in other league? He has played in other leagues. He's played in France. He's played in England, and then he's playing in Italy right now. France, England. He's playing. He's French. He's French. Ben Arfa. No. No, he doesn't play. He plays in France still. France and England. France and England. He's French. We're not gonna guess it. Jeremy Menez? He's one of those like underrated kind of midfielders, like oh, where it didn't really man. work at his older club. Cause like And Dombele? And Dombele. Oh yeah. Tangi Tangi and and Dombele. Yeah. 573 attempted, 410 completed. 71.6%. Damn. Those are like Musa Dembele numbers. Number five, Thiago Alcantara. Yeah. Six Modric. Yeah. Seven. This one was interesting. Draxler. Actually, I was gonna guess Draxler and for the PSG one. Yeah? No, you weren't. Even though you, yeah, I was. I <laughs> thought Drax was number one on the list. No, when you said PSG. <laughs> was PSG the guy? PSG gave yeah, but he doesn't play there anymore. Averati. I know he doesn't play there. He plays for Benfica. He still does, technically. He's just on loan. The only Brazilian in the top 10 here, Willian? Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. This one surprised me because he's super young and he has a pretty good success rate. 66.2% German player. What? No. no. He just said super young. Oh, he said super young? I did not hear that. Super young German. Um, he was injured. Florian Wirtz. Worse. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's because you, you, first thing you think is like a wing ba- a, a winger, like someone who like... But pick, a lot of those players into, play central. Goes into tackle, you know, dribbly, tricky, quick. But it makes sense because like who has the ball the most in the game and who's looking to open into space so they can make that pass. And a lot of times, like, they're yeah. the most secure players in the field, so if they're taking a player on, they're taking a player on and getting past them they to, know, to get move the, the ball on, ball, right? Yeah, They're not, like, taking these chances. That's where their percentage is probably really high. It might not be the highest out chances they take, but, like, their success rate is obviously higher because they know for sure that they have to get to this through this player to make that second pass. And It's shows. a crazy list, man. A lot, a lot of talent yeah. on that list. And Kante, number 10. Yeah. yeah. Angolo. Angolo. A little touch and run. That's a nice little list one. Yeah, bro. It's interesting. It's cool. But uh, move on to UCL. Yeah. Some UCL picks going. Uh, yeah. Uh, but if we go to UCL, I'll talk about PSG still a little bit. I just want to say like they need they need Messi and Mbappe to win against Bayern. The way they played against Monaco is just <laughs> not it. Not it. They had like kids playing even Ramos on the bench even had the center back playing who had like the worst rating in the whole game like a four point something it's terrible he got subbed off but maybe they were just doing it because they they have buying on their mind because they can't I think deep down they know that this is their last chance to win with this core Mm -hmm. what do you guys think yeah because Mbappe wants out again I heard Neymar is is Neymar staying Messi is Messi staying Verratti looks like he's, he's going to be there forever. Midfield is is decent. Ramos is old. Marquinhos looks like he's getting worse every year. Kimpembe, too, is not really that same player we thought he'd be. Kimpembe might be on his way out. Yeah. Uh, Mensch looks all right. Looks pretty good for his age. But is this the last dance? No. Like, I, I think it might be, to be honest. I don't think so. Why not, though? Because I could see all these players playing at least another year. I per- perish, though. Yeah, Mbappe's not going to leave this season. Messi's apparently due for a contract extension. Yeah, I don't think Neymar. Neymar's tied down until, like, 2026. That's yeah. your top three there. Who else is going to leave? Verratti's, you know, chained there as well. Donnarumma's probably going to stay where he's going to go. Marquinhos but, locked down there. Like Everyone's going to stay there. With the super team, they're still not, not that impressive as a team. At the same time, they're going to take all their opportunities they can take. They're not going to be like, you know what? We'll take this run easy. Hopefully, you can do it again next year. And like, no, they got to go for it as much as they can every single opportunity they take. Because, yeah, if they do run it back next year with the same team, you might not win it next year. So, like, 
they got to take all their opportunities they can. And even if they're only right now, I think it's five points ahead of Marseille in second. And I think uh, Monaco has like 47. It's not like PSG don't have that secure title yet. And like losing this game, not on purpose, but like, you know, to give these players some rest is a gamble. Because, you know, the three points might bite them in the end of the season. And if they're going to do it just so they can get that secure win or that good result against PSG Bayern uh, this game, so they have that, you know, rest two weeks now and then coming back, uh, I guess it's home or away. See if they have the players then. Yeah, I mean they're five points ahead in the league. Like they're chilling low key. You no, know but I mean? the league—it's—they've been losing against some weaker sides this season. Year. They lost them against some weaker sides this season. Yeah, but that's been also with like a few players being injured, mainly no, the top three. Year. And that's the thing. That's the thing. Like <laughs> once one of those is out, it's hard. Even if it's Messi and Neymar playing and Mbappe is out, I think for PSG to be a good side to compete against, Mbappe has to play. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, and Neymar and Messi can't do it by themselves. And if they I do run so. it back next year, everyone's a year older. What, Neymar's 31? Messi's 36? Verratti's going to be 31? All these players are getting a year older. Ramos, he's already past it. Marquinhos is getting to that age. He's, what, he's 30 now? They're all they're all getting to that age. <laughs> they're all getting old. So you think Mbappe's the X factor? He's the X factor, but I don't think... I think this is their last chance. Nah. So with that being said, all the players... Assuming all the players are fit, Mbappe's playing, Messi's playing, Neymar's playing. They have Bayern Munich in the Champions League. Just you win. You need to let me finish. Let him cook, bro. Let, let him cook, man. PSG win, PSG go through. You're doubling up on PSG. Not even, no ties. No ties. Jeez. So they're winning both games. Double win. That's crazy. Tell Jeez. me why. Front three is too strong to handle, I think, for at least this round. I could see them choking in the later round. Bayern hasn't looked the greatest, as you can see that they haven't run away with the league yet. Uh, heard a lot of Bayern fans want Nagelsmann's head or not, but uh, no, I don't know. PSG haven't looked good, so I haven't Bayern. But if if the front that front three gets gets going, no no team stopping that team. But for this round, yeah, I'll say they they, they go through. So you're taking them at plus 160 over Bayern at plus 155. It's yeah. close. It's going to be a close game. Those are These are two two favorites of the tournament. So, Look, yeah, but I'm taking... I actually firmly agree with you. I think this is PSG's last dance, and they're going to win the Champions League this year, too. Hey, they might. <laughs> was that your initial call from the beginning of the season? No, no. The, the, the funny thing is, my initial call was Bayern to win the Champions League. So why are you switching up? I'm switching up because, look... Adding into this tie, I didn't think everyone was healthy. But now they're facing Bayern. Messi, Neymar, and Bappi are fully fit. And they're somehow underdogs in this game. I, I'm going to take them at plus 160. And I'll put 500 on it. <laughs> 500? Yeah. Where you get all this money? Oh, where, where the cash come from? You know what? I'll double that. I'll put... Double? Yo, I'll put where the call at, bro? Jay's loves the underdog story. Jeez, underdog, man. Look, that front three is too potent. And they're all playing together, and they're all fully fit. And like you just mentioned, Verratti has the best dribble success rate of the decade. So in this team's final dance, how are they not going to win the Champions League? They're going to be Bayern at plus 160. I'm taking it. That's easy money. That's easy money sniped like I'm KD. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, any, uh, any going the other way or what? Nah, bro. I had PSG since the start. That's my team going for Champions League, bro. That's why I got winning. Yeah? Hundo. He definitely has Bayern. It was destined for them to win, bro. Or you gonna, or you gonna cover? Wait, the wait, wait, wait! You, you have Bayern. The Bundesliga. Not no. It's it's tricky because they don't have Neuer, and although they brought in Sommer, it's not the same. And I think Neuer just gives them that, you know, that Bayern mentality where it's like. When you're going into a game and you know you have Neuer at the back, you almost kind of have that feeling like, even if I'm a defender and I mess up, I have Neuer back there. You have someone who's been playing at this club for over a decade now, and you have that trust that you have literally probably the best goalkeeper of all time at your back. Now you have Solmer coming in, and although he's a great keeper, he's never really done it at the highest, highest level in the Champions League. So for me, that's the only thing that I think might be Bayern's Achilles. But... What I think is a bigger Achilles is PSG's backline. 
And that back line is weak. It's leaky. And I don't know if they're going to have an answer for Bayern's firepower. You know, there's a lot of talent in that Bayern team. I'm talking Leroy Sané. I'm talking Jamal Musiala. If you're talking about a player that can dribble, you got to talk about Musiala. Um, and, you know, I think a player like Thomas Muller in these, you know, big games where it looks like, you know, who's going to score the goal, he always kind of comes in with that nose for goal. And I think in a tight game like this, you need that. Um, and I think Cancelo, I think, might have a, have a part to play as well. I think a lot of people, um, you know, have been chatting about Cancelo and the impact he can have on a game. And it's almost going to be a battle of the wingbacks. Like, if you're thinking about the wingbacks around the pitch, you have Hakimi, you have Nunez, you have... Cancelo and Davies, like this is probably like yeah, the best one battle. of the best four wingbacks in the, in the world going at it in this game. So it should be pretty exciting from that front. But for me, I think Bayern are just going to edge it at plus 155. I'm going to throw a little cash on there, man. Yeah. How much little. cash are you going to throw on it? 500 to go the other way? Maybe like a Bilski. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Bilski. It's a little bill. It's a little bill. Yeah. Both teams to score. Both teams to score for sure because it's, it's going to be it's going to be leaky. I think there's going to be a lot of goals. I think Bayern are going to play a high line, and Mbappe is going to be licking his chops. Um, so I think there's going to be goals if he's healthy. You got who do you got to score though? Chupomoting or Mbappe? <laughs> Chupomoting. I don't know if Chupo is going to start, but he's <laughs> been doing on, his bro. thing, man. I don't know why people are slandering Chupo, man. He's talented. I think I I like Thomas Muller to score, and I like Mbappe to score if he's fit. Okay, look. <laughs> You just said Bayern firepower. Yeah. And on the other end of the pitch, there's Messi, Mbappe, Neymar. Yeah. The fact that they're underdogs at plus 160 is criminal. That just shows Who's you making how- these odds, bro? Which, yeah. is, which is exactly why? No, I want to make a bet with you. What? Gee. I want to make a bet with you. Yo. I'll, I'll put a Bilski on PSG. You put a Bilski on Bayern. Easy. You know what, raise it. Make it a grand. Make that it was a weird ass handshake. <laughs> that was a weird handshake. I had to go under the mic. That was the limpest handshake I've seen, bro. That was a little bit, man. We had to do our thing. Can you guys get a firmer handshake going? Okay, fine. Bro, bro that man. was wet spaghetti That's noodle so handshake. Bro. What you, is that? Why are you yeah. on an angle, What do you mean? There, there, there you go. Okay. <laughs> proper okay. business handshake, yeah. bro. Okay. Yeah, yeah proper business in the sense that I'm about to pocket some bread. <laughs> Jeez. Maybe. And I'm not talking Dempsters. I'm talking the nice baguette. No French baguette? A little French baguette. Hey, man. Might be leaving Paris a little baguette action, man. <laughs> the, a nice little German schnitzel in the baguette. Dude, the baguette's in front. Oh, Paris is so Oh, man. Take, <laughs> Take me, me back, back huh? man. Take me Shut back. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the Instagram post? <laughs> Probably the best meal I ever had in France. I'll post it. Right? I'll post it. No, it was, dude, we went to a freaking... Grocery. It was like a little grocery like shop, whatever. It was like a little fat, little small little market. A little yeah. monoprix. The dude, you say. buy you buy a nice baguette for like less, less than a dollar. Everyone buys. Every, you see everyone just go and buy baguettes. Byob. Everyone bring their own baguette. Everyone's just walking all is. Yeah, you grab a little like you get some little like cold cut. You get some uh, prosciutto, some like cheese, some balsamic vinaigrette, like drizzle. It was oh god, I can't. Probably the best meal I had had in Europe, and I made it myself. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, crazy. the thing is, like, I think a lot of people don't know, but you're, you are Sammy Mandan. Yeah, I yeah, am, to be honest. People don't know. People don't know. <laughs> Did you say you're, uh, who you got winning? Um, I'm going to put a draw. Draw, eh? I'm going to put a draw. Because I don't know if, I don't know if PSG is just waffling with saying everyone's healthy because I think Mbappe is still, like, probably tweaked. And if Messi is still 100%, but I don't know. I, I see a draw and then I see even say, I don't know if it'll be nil nil. Say one one. But plus two sixty, a draw is not yeah. bad for your money. I'll do a draw just because. Yeah, I don't know if PSG are like actually like waffling or not. You don't know what's going on. I don't no, know. They'll on. be they'll be good. They're gonna get injected with something if they're not good. Yeah, we'll see. But Bayern man, if they're if they're like in good form, have if they've have been, I've watched Bayern football recently. Doing all right, and then Cancelo, he's been doing not bad, getting in there, providing on the width as well with the Davies. I'll I'll, I'll take a draw. Okay, yeah. interesting. See, the thing is, you can't bet against PSG because this Bayern team right now, they don't have any, like, I'm him kind of players. Like, what player is going to put an I'm him type of performance? You have Mbappe that could do that. You have Neymar that could do that. You have Messi that could do that. And Champions League, for the most part, all about moments. All about performances. Who steps up when it matters? Who's him? Who's Timothy? You know what I mean? Can you have too many of those, though? 
You never have too many. Why Madrid had too many? How? Too many performers? Man, they won how many Champions League this last decade? Galacticals I'm talking about. What do you mean? Too many hems. Is that a problem? Paris, they, sh- they would have had a CL by now if they didn't have too many hems. How? Last year they should have had one. Not why? Last year. Yeah, why not? They had these three too. Same team. Okay. But like I said, it's a moments type of thing. You're not going to get your moment every time. But these players are capable of Same. these moments. The same. I, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't think that that Hemothy is a thing. You, no. you need you need the best team. You never had a player. So clutch moments yeah. don't matter. Don't no, exist. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. <laughs> when you trophies, they're not gonna. Don't base this game off off that so, him performance. So you're saying there's never been I'm him performances ever. I'm saying that you, so you don't necessarily need that. But but there has been. That's there how you has win been, Champions but I'm you don't, No, you don't. That yes, I don't. <laughs> That's usually how it happens. No, so how? There's an I'm him. So performance. who who was him on on Real Madrid? I know you're gonna say Benzema, but then how about Vinny? No, no, no. Actually, you could say Rodrigo in the semifinal. Okay, Rodrigo. Yeah. But it was a bunch of players. You can't just say. Okay, didn't have a him. He him. was him at that moment. Didn't have one him. No, he didn't. It, he, he was. He scored because two it, goals in like two minutes. If he at doesn't pull up and do that, they're not winning the championship. How about all the other games when Benzema pulled up or they didn't have one player that pulled up? But there's a difference between pulling up That's and a there's a difference is pulling up as yeah. him. It's a different kind of pulling up and pulling up. Okay, anyway, that's Rodrigo, and he's like, what, their their third string forward? What does and, that he let, and he let the world know I'm him. Or fourth string, if you count Valverde as a winger at it that point. It doesn't matter where you're coming from. Okay, but if you're naming the three best players, then what? what who's to say that the, the fourth string of Paris won't do anything? Who says? Maybe. Yeah, maybe you will. never know. Like no one's saying that, Chris. Man, you're waffling. What are you bro. talking about? No, man? I just I don't I don't think there's a, a him. You've been watching. You know what the thing is, man? You've been watching too much city, huh? And there's not enough talent in that <laughs> league. Man. No. You're looking at these team performances, these low blocks. No, because I'd be going gritty crazy victories. Too, man. I'd be going no, crazy too, man. If I had to watch them, why, why can't why can't so there's only the, the him performances could only be forwards then? No, 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 no. no. Sergio no. Ramos, Real Madrid, one twenty fourteen final. He was him. Against Atletico? Yeah. Yeah, he scored the goal. He was him. Who said that? So it's just goal scorers. No. No, What about the Iniestazo? Who? Against Chelsea? Okay, you could. No, okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay, not just goal scorers. Courtois, a Champions League final, the last one. Yeah. Yeah, Okay, so they had two. Oh, yeah. He was him. So if we're talking strictly Champions League, strictly European... You guys mes- named literally the whole Real Madrid team to be him. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. They also won five Champions League. I'm sure they could all have a moment, man. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think you're understanding the point of this exercise, but it's okay, Matthew. <laughs> That's the whole team, though. So if we're talking strictly Champions League, I'm talking European nights, I'm talking Tuesday and Wednesday nights, which player had the most iconic I'm him performance? I'll go first. Okay, the, 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 both the one the one that really speaks to me because it was at a time where like I was at like an impressionable age where like <laughs> anything what? anything flew up your skirt. Impressionable eh? age. No, where it's like you're like really starting to get into the game. Yeah, like, eh? I was I was 13 years old for this moment. Just hit puberty. Yeah, yeah, like you're, you're just you're becoming a man, right? Like you're really starting to like understand keep, soccer. Keep right? it to football. Yeah, keep it to football. The the performance that really speaks to me, I'll never forget it. The orange boots, the yellow wall, the the aura. There was an aura around this man that game, and it was Robert Lewandowski's four goals against Real Madrid. I'll was never crazy. forget it. He, he, right, just like this, four goals. The four man. He stunned Real Madrid because um. For those that don't remember, that final was supposed to be Barca versus Real Madrid. But it was the complete opposite. It ended up being an all-German final. And Lewandowski pulled up. He dropped four on their head top. And, like, I, I remember, like, in an interview after the game, Pepe, like, they said, like, Pepe went up to Lewandowski. He's like, Bro, are you done? <laughs> like, after, like, the fourth goal, he's like, Bro, are you done? Like, like, damn. But, um... Even that third goal, like like the hat trick goal, like he pulled the ball back and just smashed it top corner. Oh, I'll never forget it. And that was the game that introduced Lewandowski to the world. 100%. Am I right? Like, not a lot of people knew who he was at that point. Especially like international footy fans. Obviously, you're a Bundesliga German soccer fan. Yeah, but that game brought Lewandowski into the world and he's been going up since that moment. Golden moment. Golden. 
Guaranteed. I approve that message. James, you do you have one? Let's see. Did he get subbed in that game? No. No, no, no. There was one game he got subbed in. It was, I think it was during the league. He scored four goals, too. The five and ten minutes. Well, or five seven minutes. minutes. Yeah. Like that. that was for Bayern, I yeah, think. Yeah, that was that, for that, That's a moment, too. That's have. a crazy moment. Yeah. But I think for me, Champions League, I do think of the exact same game as Jay. Because for me, like Jay was saying, you know, they they were just kind of getting, you know, onto the stage. Like this, this Dortmund team coming off, you know, back-to-back league titles. Not a lot of people knew who they were, but it was one of those games where, you know, Royce, Lewandowski, Götze, they all pulled up. They all did their thing, but Lewandowski stole the show. Four goals against Madrid. Like, who does that? You know, like, not many players can say they went to Madrid and they they banged four goals uh, against a Madrid team like that because that Madrid team was stacked. And, you know, like you said, they're probably one of the favorites to win the Champions League that year. And for, you know, young guy from Poland to pull up, bag four in the Champions League, for me, that's, like, one of the most... Uh, he is him moments in the Champions League from what I can remember. My favorite moment was probably uh, Lucas Moura taking out uh, Ajax. No, <laughs> oh, no, that was good. No, but that's, that's up there. That's, 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 one, that's one of like the 10, 10 out of 10 ratings. Isn't it like uh, one of the top 10 out of 10 ratings ever? So. In uh, yeah. oh, okay, my, my favorite one was probably, I don't want to use it though, uh, Messi against United, but I'm not going to use it. I'll use a Juve one, more recent. Use whatever you want, bro. Uh, like, what? There's no restrictions. No, I'm gonna use Juve. Why? Uh, Simeone going out to the the Juventus crowd doing his uh, little celebration. Oh. Two nothing up. Then coming back the next day, Cristiano Ronaldo. Three goals. Past. He's a destroyer of Atletico. Man, does it right back to to the Atletico crowd? Great. It was great. Uh, that was probably. The most fun I've watched Juve in a long time because Juve stinks. It's probably like the last time you felt joy as a Juve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. But yeah, that's, that's mine. I'll, I'll crash your dream with you. Remember that yeah. time when uh, Ronaldo scored a bicycle kick on you? Yeah. And the whole crowd cheered for him? And yeah. all Juve fans were like excited? No, they clapped for him. They clapped for him. That's that's a big moment. And then they bought Deserving, him. They though. bought him the year later. Yeah. They're like, you know, this guy's so good. We have to get a, pick him up and take him to... Torino. And then he destroyed our club with those wages. And you know what? But he brought you success. <laughs> that that was that was that, that that moment when you know like the opposition team just applauds you for the goal you scored. Hey, it was deserved. That that that's one of the biggest moments. Probably one of the most recent ones to me where I can like you know say like that. Like every football fan in the world was like jaw dropped. That's like a clear sign when the opposition crowd is giving you an applause. That's a clear sign that you are indeed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sucks. Like, no booze, no everything. Hey, everyone just like, you know, bring this guy to us. Yeah. So, I have to say that moment. So, me personally, I don't know. I think it's obvious, bro. Is it? Remontada. <laughs> oh, my God. Second leg, PSG versus Barca. I got a story about that, too. March 8th, there. 2017. Is there? Barca were 4-0 down the first leg against PSG. Everyone. Every Barca fan, it's over. No chance of coming back. Mm-hmm. But a man like Neymar had a plan, and he executed. So Luis Suarez scored first in like the third or something minute. I remember I was at school. I had an exam that day, and the game was during the exam. So I only caught the first half. So I saw the Suarez goal. I was like, okay, consolation goal. You know, they're not going to come back. And then Levin Cruzava, I think, own goal in like the 40th or 45th minute. Like, all right, two goals now. Still not going to come back. I take my exam. Phone's buzzing in my pocket. I'm like, man, what's going on? They probably got smacked still. Or, or PSG ended up scoring more, more goals. Come out of that exam, Barca wins 6-1. Turns out Neymar, two goals, one of them being a free kick. Winning a penalty too, I believe. And the infamous assist. A man like Sergi Roberto. The reason why he's still at this club today. Because <laughs> if he did not score that goal, I'm telling you, he would not be at this club. That so Neymar performance in the second leg of that game against PSG is definition of Himothy, bro. He was Himmar that game. And the worst thing is, too, Messi got all the plotters for it. That infamous photo, yeah. like everyone like holding Messi like that and like all the cameras or whatever, should have been Neymar's moment, man. And that is the sole reason why Neymar left to go to PSG. Because he didn't get the respect he deserved. Because he was him that game. And he did not get the respect. I remember we shut the TV off. 
Dave was like, okay, it's time to shut the TV off. Dave know, were you there? Dave wasn't having it, huh? Was Chris? I don't know if Chris was there. No. But we shut the TV off, and then we realized, <laughs> didn't fucking win you that game. Because <laughs> it was, you guys were still losing mm-hmm. to the last goal because uh, Cavani scored. Who scored? Cavani scored in the 62nd minute. So you guys needed that one goal to go through, and it was like, what? How many plus it was minutes? Five, five, and then ninety-fifth minute, Sergio Roberto. Yeah, it's that crazy. little. The whole PSG team was just distraught. Would you guys call some, like, say, a Barca fan watching this? Would you call them a fake fan if they turned off the game, like, I don't know, second half or whatever? Not second, uh, second half, yeah. It was just unfortunate that we turned it off like back, literally that second, like they, like right before they scored. Because I think it was as soon as Cavani scored, it was like almost like near the end of the game. Yeah. At that point, you needed what? Two well, goals? 60 second minutes. You yeah. needed two goals at that point. Yeah. You well, needed two goals. No, three. Because Neymar scored in the 88th and then 91st. That made a 5 5. And then. And then Sergio Roberto, 95th, to make a 6 5. Wow, that's crazy. Thing is, too, when I came home, my dad told me, Jay, turn off the TV and went upstairs. Because he lost belief. You did? Bro. Not a true cooler in my books, bro. Oh my God. Not a true cooler. Tell him. You're Am not I wrong? Tr- you're not a true cooler. Am I wrong? You didn't even watch the game. Am I wrong? Yeah, I want to go do homework. Wait, yeah? I want to go do homework. Cap. Cap. <laughs> cap. Cap. Well, at least I saw the game. I saw the first half. I, why, I, did you, why didn't you see the second half? I had a code exam, bro. Okay, I had homework. Man, you can't watch You can't watch the game like that and do your homework? You can't miss the exam? <laughs> no. <laughs> so this is a final exam. So? I mean, so. Get a note. <laughs> if you're a real one, you missed the exam. Yeah. yeah, for sure, bro. <laughs> Meanwhile, this guy lost belief, bro. Not me. I would have okay. stuck around till the end. I don't okay. care if they would have been losing, bro. Okay. I don't relax. give up on my team like that. <laughs> relax. I don't give up that easily. <laughs> okay, relax. True doesn't give up like that. You're not bro. a true cooler. You're not 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 a true cooler. What, just because I haven't been to the Camp Nou? Cooler? What? Just I haven't been to the Camp Nou. Coolers are good. Honey coolers? <laughs> what? what are we talking about? <laughs> he's saying coolers and he's coolers. It's coolers, bro. You're not a true cooler. I'm a true cooler. You're a true cooler, bro. <laughs> cooler. You're not a, stop. I'm not going to argue this. You're Culero. not a true cooler. <laughs> well, yeah. Let us know who's your uh, I'm him performance down below. Same guys we got or anyone different? Oh, I know. Is there anyone like that's up there too? Bale? Lucas Mora, definitely up Lucas there. Lucas Mora, 100%. That Bale in the final? Bale, yeah. But Karius was... Mm, little sus. You yeah. could say Bale against Inter in 2011. Yeah. Yeah. When he was a U. Absolutely destroyed them. A Tottenham? Well, slow. Uh, Zidane, I can't remember who they played when he scored that, that volley. Yeah, Leverkusen? Yeah. What a volley. I, I would say, I would say the Lewandowski one I said is one of the biggest. Yeah. Because that created a generation of Dortmund fans. And that was also in a semi final they scored. Little semis, right? Yeah, they scored four. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. Robin score two on Dortmund and win the Champions League that one time. Uh, one. He scored that one. I think it was one. Was it one? I'm trying to I'm trying to remember here. I think he scored one. Mm. I know Gundogan scored a penalty. It was two one final. I'm pretty sure. But Robin scored that goal. That goal where he beat pass was it? We didn't. Think it was Subotic and then we didn't feller on the ground. Then a little. Yeah. Think great finish, man. He just passed that in. What a player, man. How about Tadic? Didn't he have a 10 rating? No, I think it was... Tadic against Madrid. It was Tadic, yeah. Tadic against Madrid was also a crazy performance. That was the year that uh, they got lost. It, they lost against uh They Tottenham. knocked us out. Yeah. And then they, not, they lost against Tottenham in the semis, though. That Tadic performance was crazy. I yeah. think that was one where they had the, the crowd was applauding him. Probably, yeah. When he pulled off that roulette. Oh, yeah. In the midfield. When you start pulling out roulettes in the game, you know that you're on it. You don't start pulling <laughs> That's when out. That's the confidence is peaking, yeah. bro. You're not pulling off a roulette unless you're feeling it. Yeah, bro. You know? Damn. Crazy performance. Should we uh, wrap it up there, boys? I think so. Champions League is back, boys. Europa. <laughs> the more important competition, yeah. right? Europa League. You know, crazy, man. Can't we'll talk about Champions League. I got to find new friends, man. <laughs> what you mean, bro? That's crazy, man. Chris to get knocked out by Nantes. Nah, I doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now you going to get knocked out or what? No, bro. Let's take a bet. I don't bet, bro. <laughs> bro, Jay. Jay's Jay been putting rocks he's everywhere. No, but he, he's, he's, he's yeah. bet, he bet on United. I'm, he's on my side. Wait, like, wait, like I said, wait, not a true culero, bro. Not a true culero. No, why don't you guys place a bet? No, I don't bet, bro. Matt keeps his... Okay, what if a betting deal came in? Then you have to bet. Nah. 
Make a bet. Nah, I don't bet. <laughs> I think you bet with me one time. He bet with me one He's time. He bet a bunch of times. He bet yeah. no, that, a bunch he, of times. That, he bet that one final PSG Bayern. I bet Bayern. You bet PSG, and they lost. I don't remember. Remember? That. Yeah, you did. You sent me the money. Super late. Please <laughs> send me the money. Yeah, I, okay, I okay. remember we, we were in the we, backyard. We watched the game. Oh, here. okay. Bayern PSG and Bayern beat them in the final. I think we had a that bet was, on where Holland was going. Because you said he was going to Madrid. I said he was going to City. And then as soon as the the room, uh, the news hit that he signed for City, I got the email notification from Matthew. Oh, yeah. He sent me an email. <laughs> yeah. I think that's why Matt's done betting. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two bets and yeah. that's it, bro. Bare loss. I had man. a two bet lead. Yeah. That's it, bro. That's crazy. Betting life ain't for me. Capping for really? the audience. Crazy. Okay. You're good. Well, Chris? We'll end it off here. Thanks for uh, tuning in. And uh, yeah, we, that's our Champions League, Europa League, Barca, United, Rashford, Osimhen wrap up. And yeah, tune in next week for, for more. No. You know who we are? We the culture man. We the culture man. Chris is never closing up. <laughs> <laughs> no, we know who we are. Such a cool air. Why do you sound out of breath doing that close? <laughs> I don't know what to say. He wasn't ready. You're like. Yeah.